Welcome to the PSD cast of Power Systems Design. I'm your host, Jason Lumberg, and in today's episode, we're taking a very special look at a really cool 3D printing application. Now, our September issue, which you may have in front of you by now, deals with test measurement, and as I mentioned in my editorial, rapid prototyping lends itself nicely to a plethora of medical applications, which pay the bills, but it's items like 3D printed guns that steal the headlines, and some of the coolest rapid prototyping solutions involve advanced robotics which is where today's guests come in. Jefferson Talbot recently graduated from Embry-Riddle Aeronautical University with a bachelor's degree in aerospace engineering. And while there, he worked on a 3D-printed robotic fish, which won him the jury prize in an international competition over the summer. So Jefferson, welcome to the show. And the uh, the Salt Sea Stems Project of the Year contest, uh, you know, folks who created a project using Katia, SolidWorks, or uh, Simulia, software were free to enter, and that's, that's pretty much it. For, for, for those who haven't heard of it, could you tell us a bit about the competition, and how did you first hear about it and decide to enter? Uh, well, thank you for having me, Jason. Um, so the Project of the Year contest, like you said, uh, was hosted by Dassault System Academy. Um, it's part of a software company responsible for the uh, development of a range of 3D design software packages. Uh, including the system I use, uh, which is CATIA. It was the CAD software we were taught to use in engineering school. Um, but for the competition, uh, students from all around the world were encouraged to submit um, online uh, pictures and videos uh, and a description of the projects they had created over the past year using the company's various software packages. Um, these projects included things like CubeSat, drones, uh, a couple of motorcycles, uh, medical simulations and analyses, and just a whole lot more. Um, mm -hmm. It was an excellent opportunity to see all the wonderful creations that people had made. Um, so back in June, I think, uh, I went to the Dassault System Academy website for, I think, help with an error message or something. Uh, and the announcement for the contest was on the landing page. Oh, okay. After, after reading through the uh, requirements and looking through the results from the previous two years, I thought I had a, a fighting chance using my uh, odd little hobby project, uh, 3D printed robot fish I had been working on for the past year. Um, mm -hmm. So I signed up the next day, took some uh, screen grabs and pictures of what I made so far and uh, submitted the project. And uh, that was that. Very cool. So, Let's take, let's take a step back for a moment. Where did you originally get the idea for the 3D printed robotic fish? I, I understand you've been thinking about it since 2016, but um, what, what inspired you to create it? Um, and and what, what were your original goals with the project? Yeah, um, so it first came to me in um, Calculus 3 class back in 2016, or it might have been uh, 2015, I'm not quite sure. Uh, my mind began to wander, as it does. Um, and sometimes I do little doodles in the margins of my notebook. Um, a minute or so of uh, curves and lines and a robotic-looking sci-fi fish thing was uh, there on my page. Um, I completely forgot about it until I got home from school uh, after graduating this year when I was purging and flipping through my notebooks. And I saw this little doodle in the corner of one of, one page of my notebook. Um, but I guess that drawing stuck with me in the back of my mind because 
uh, in the spring of uh, 2017, my doormate made the short complaint about having to lug around his uh, pet fish when we had to leave the dorms. Um, so that got me looking into robot fish that you didn't have to feed or worry about dying. Uh, hmm. So the Navy developed one. Uh, NMIT lab was developing one that uses compressed CO2, I think. Uh, and there were dozens of simple two to four servo-driven fish all over the internet. But I didn't like the lack of realism that all of these were missing. Fins didn't move like the real-life counterparts. Tails uh, didn't undulate realistically. So that's when I saw potential for an unnecessarily realistic robot fish. <laughs> uh, when I first started out, my goal was to develop, you know, a five-inch or so robot fish that could uh, replace a normal fish you'd see in a regular fishbowl. Um, they could just swim around in circles, maybe be controlled with a phone or something. Uh, but as development went on, the fish got bigger, more complex. Uh, I switched from trying to replicate the bone and muscle structure of a real fish in favor of a uh, simpler and more convenient design while still maintaining the realistic movements. Um, as the fish got more complex, so did my goals. Uh, I saw a potential for uh, some of the systems I was developing for the fish to be patented, uh, and I wanted to give the fish computer vision to make it as autonomous as I could, uh, and I wanted to use the project to learn some more engineering concepts that I didn't really get to touch on much in school, like hydraulics, uh, electromagnetics, and circuit design, among others. Mm -hmm. Whereas most of my projects end up unfinished uh, because I get excited for a new project idea or something, um, I made it a goal for this project to actually see it out to completion. So ever, after uh, having passed the one-year mark a couple of weeks ago, I just can't stop now. Mm-hmm. Now, I, you know, offline we've spoken, and you mentioned that um, you're, not, you're not 100% complete, and you're hoping to have the, the final design iteration, um, uh, that, that you were in the stage where you were hoping to see that, the final iteration pretty soon. Uh, but, but that being said, you've obviously seen a great deal of success winning the contest with your 3D printed fish. So, so far, how, how close has it come to your original vision? And, and, and you know, in an ideal world, what, what would you want to see your fish evolve into? You, know, how would, you, mentioned, you mentioned how um, the Navy had been working on something similar. Uh, you know, how would you like to see your ideas used by the engineering community or the military or other interested parties? Yeah, so... After finding the uh, first doodle, um, it sparked an idea for a redesign for the fish. So now it looks, the current model now looks much more like the original doodle, um, just like 10 times larger than I originally intended it to be. But um, uh, so uh, I would hope to have the assembled fish the whole thing ready for out of water testing, you know, not ready to go underwater, but um, available for adjustments uh, by the end of the month, I think. Um, 
then after that underwater testing and then hopefully sometime next year uh, integrating autonomous functionalities. Hmm. Uh, as for, you know, future use, um, I've thought about uh, wildlife researchers. They could use it to study fish without interrupting their uh, activities. Um, it could be used to uh, monitor pollution levels uh, in wetland environments and city waterways. Uh, cities could even use it to uh, monitor uh, in infrastructure, see if there's any damage or anything like that. I don't know if, how well it could be implemented for military use, but that would also be a, an exciting venture. <laughs> well, after all, not not everything is is, is military use, even even if it's you know <laughs> so, some sort of robot that crawls uh, beneath the oceans. But uh, right. but but let's let's talk tools. To enter the competition, you had to create something using some sort of the, the salt, uh, system software. And you, you had worked on your fish at the Makerspace 3D printing lab at Embry-Riddle. So while you were there, what, which software did you use and, and how specifically did it help you realize your vision? Right. So I used Katia. Um, it's a favorite for companies in the uh, aerospace industry. It's the software they teach us in engineering school just because they, they like to uh, prepare all the engineers for these companies like Boeing and Lockheed Martin, because um, they all rely on Katia for basically everything they do. Um, Katia does excellently with curves uh, and smooth and uh, wavy surfaces. That's why they like to use it. That's why I like to use it. So I like to make these kind of animals and uh, aircraft that need these special surfaces. Um, so after my first class in Katia, I was basically hooked back in freshman year. So uh, after four years of using it, it was my go-to for modeling this fish. Um, all of the computers in the school, including those in the Makerspace lab, uh, have Katia installed default. Uh, uh, and then the ones in the Makerspace lab have it right there on the desktop. So um, people use other things like SolidWorks and Inventor and Fusion 360 all the time uh, for sending parts to the Makerspace lab, but Katia is definitely the go-to for that lab. Right. Now, I had also mentioned this, but you know, before I let you go, I just wanted to say how great it is to chat with somebody just entering the industry. You know, normally, we're, we're talking to somebody who is, who is seasoned, who has spent a lot of years, and it's, it's, it's really great to get a different perspective. But, um, you know, you, of course, already have a leg up. You, you've been uh, recognized internationally. And, and if you don't already have a foot in the door somewhere, I, I would say your 3D printed fish should open those doors for you. You know, we're all, we're all, we're all uh, hoping that you see the success that you'd like. Now, you, you have a Bachelor of Science in Aerospace Engineering. So ideally, what, what field would you want to pursue? Yeah, I'm still unsure uh, where I want to yeah. end up. Um, Working on this project, I've grown an interest in marine technologies and soft robotics. Um, but my other projects got me interested in things like biohacking and bionics, uh, biomechanical engineering in general. Um, I still enjoy aerospace engineering aircraft, so that's an avenue I can 
explore. Um, I'm just excited to get out there and start designing stuff to make people's lives and the world better and more efficient. Yeah, I, I mean, you really are at, at the most exciting stage of your career, and pretty much <laughs> anyone you talk to in the industry is going to have at least a decade on you, and a lot of them still end up mm-hmm. flipping around to different different fields and different companies. So you're, I don't think anybody expects you to have your career plan all laid out just right this second. So I, I would say okay. you're you're pretty good. But uh, <laughs> but that being said, thanks thanks for your time, Jefferson. And uh, I, again, I, I we appreciate you coming aboard to. Uh, give us some insight on your 3D printed fish, and we'll, we'll certainly be following that in the future. And on behalf of PSD, um, we want to thank you for coming aboard, and to our audience, thanks for tuning in.